0: And good afternoon and welcome in on a sunny but chilly Monday afternoon. And as you just heard in the forecast, it's going to get colder. It's going to get down freezing tonight. So uh, if you still have those little styrofoam cups that you had over your faucets and you've ripped them off and thrown them in the garbage, I would advise to go get them (laughs) because although it's not going to be a real hard freeze, it will get down below freezing and uh, it... uh, We'll get warm again tomorrow, and then we possibly have another freezing night uh, tomorrow night, and then I think we're going to be fine. Uh, but uh, I would, if you don't have your little styrofoam cups, at least on, on the faucets that are facing north, you could get just a, an old bath towel, wrap it around there, and uh, take some gaffer tape or a coat hanger and wire it around the towel so it stays on the faucet, and that should be fine a lot of people are talking about protecting your tender vegetation and if you can send a pot i'd move it into the garage for the next two nights if it's out there the new azaleas are finally starting to sprout some leaves and, and even a few blooms uh you know and you can throw a sheet over them but i don't know how much that really does in any event so but if it makes you feel better, uh, get some plastic sheets at the hardware store and cover up your, your azaleas. But uh, I don't know that that will do a lot. Uh, of course, the big news uh, this weekend, other than the University of Memphis uh, beating Houston in spectacular fashion, along with their their win last Friday, too. I mean, they the Tigers are looking great. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen them look better, as a matter of fact. And I've heard a number of other people comment about that as well. So they're on the way to the big dance, and uh, we'll be following them on that. Uh, our, we continue to babysit for my daughter and her husband who are on a cruise, and we're playing grandma and granddaddy, except I'm really great-grandpa. They should give me some kind of special dispensation. You should have your children young and your your grandchildren just about as young, because, and they will wear you out. It's, uh, I don't know what it is, but... I don't remember the kids being this uh, energetic, but uh, I guess we should all just count our blessings. And The kids will be back Thursday. How many days is that? Let's see. Today's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I might make it. I don't know. Uh, I do want to send out this. uh, Of course, everybody's talking about the bank failures, the Silicon Valley Bank, SVB. And then, of course, they've got the one in New York, which is owned by Barney Frank, that is the guy that's on the board of it. He started that. That's a big endorsement there. But with Friday's bank collapse with Silicon Valley Bank, uh, you know, people are concerned about the security of your finances. And I wanted to check with Southern Security Federal Credit Union, which is my major sponsor, to find out what they were saying about it. And then here's the response I got. It said, credit unions in Tennessee have been around for 100 years. Credit unions are led by a volunteer board of directors deposits and credit unions are protected by the national credit union share insurance fund which is different than the fdic which is the one that insured this money out in california and in new jersey Our deposits are insured up to at least two hundred fifty thousand per individual depositor much the same as those are uh, but then there's a lot of those folks that think that uh, you yeah, know that even if it exceeds 250 that the Biden says they're going to take care of depositors. Now, they're not saying anything about investors in these institutions. They say that they're on their own. But you know how the government is. Else, if it was us, we'd be on our own. But if it was anybody else and they got connections to the government like Barney Frank, look to see if he doesn't get bailed out along with the rest of the depositors. Uh, I talked to Don, Grader, who's the uh, CEO and president of Southern Security, and she said, "We're insured by NCUA, not FDIC, but still a federal agency taking points above from the Tennessee Credit Union League." Um, she said, um, uh, "This is the this is on the collapse opportunity to educate credit union members about the security of their credit union accounts." Friday's collapse in Silicon Valley Bank is the second-largest failure in financial institutions in the United States history. The bank was uh, shut down and put under control of the FDIC following a 48-hour run and capital crisis. Uh, We understand the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank is causing a ripple effect across the nation among consumers who are concerned about the soundness of their financial institutions. As your league we want to help you answer some of the questions from your credit union members. We are offering the following information regarding the safety and soundness of credit unions. Uh, Member deposits are safe with their insured credit union. Uh, Credit union deposits in federally insured credit unions are safe and secure. These deposits are protected by the National Credit Union Share Insurance Fund and insured up to $250,000 per individual deposit credit union members have never lost a penny of insured savings at federally insured credit unions and uh, you could go to mycreditunion.gov for more information about the national credit union share insurance fund coverage for consumers uh, but it is wise to and I think anybody would be wise to, if you've got more than 250,000 you put it in another bank it's no different than diversifying in any other form of financial situations I do think it's interesting that Barney Frank has had one of these that's failed. I mean, he was one that was largely involved in the 2008 uh, federal savings and loan deal where they were loaning money to anybody that could take a breath. And, of course, they bailed all, a bunch of the big uh, financial institutions out of that one, except for Bear Stearn, and they let them go down the tubes. I guess there were more Republicans in that than in Goldman Sachs. So in like fact, half of Goldman Sachs ended up going to work for the federal government after the crash. Uh, but um, then you have CNBC's Kramer, you know, the guy that's always making predictions and talking about buy this, buy that, invest in this thing. He's always got his sleeves rolled up, he's got his time done. And uh, he talks real fast. And he was a week ago saying you should invest in this uh, bank in California, and then all of a sudden it crashes. The other interesting thing is all the, um, the uh, employees who were getting bonuses at the, uh, at the uh, bank out in California, guess when they got their bonuses? Four days before the crash. How about them apples? And before that even happened, one of the major uh, investors in the bank sold all his stock for several million dollars. Sounds like to me there's uh, some rats running around the woodpile, and uh, they need to really take a close look at it. And when they talk about uh, the president came out and had a news conference this afternoon and said that taxpayers would not be faced with paying this, where else do they think they're going to get the money? The FDIC only has uh, $128 billion on hand, which is only about 1.2% of the deposits in the banks in America. So I where they're a little short. And I think right now, just the bank in California has 200 billion in uh, deposits that's supposed to be insured. So they can't even cover one bank. Uh, but Biden says, "No, nah, we're not going to get it. Come get it from the taxpayers." Where do they come get everything from? From the taxpayers. I mean, we're that's their that's their their solve all the problems. Just go back out and say we'll raise the taxes. We got to save these people. I mean, I agree the depositors should. I mean, they're federally insured. But where does the federal government get its money? Us. Now, the president says they're going to get it from fees charged to the banks by other banks. But, uh, you know, they kind of got a buddy system that we're not really privy to. So, But uh, I have heard from a number of people in, on uh, national shows today that you really should find a strong local community bank. And that's why I'm recommending Southern Security Federal Credit Union because... They are locally owned and operated by the members themselves. And uh, they have to. They have a board of directors that volunteer. They don't get paid. And uh, they're not swayed by any other uh, factors than what's best for the credit union. So it's a much sounder situation. So check them out. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back on this Monday. So stay with us. But I'm done reason I never go to karaoke I, I, can't, I can't even sing along man. but I like music. like everybody likes music. I'm just an audience member. that's all I am. Uh, speaking of audiences, did you get to see the Academy Awards last night? Elvis got nothing, nothing. I just don't see it and and top Gun, I think they got some kind of sound effects or something. Uh, that was, that they got aboard with. Uh, but I mean, that was about it. I mean, the rest of it was all the, the movie Not Here Now or Ever Before, uh, but Back Then. Is that the name of it? No, like, <laughs> everybody's shaking their head, yeah, that's not it, come on, guys. I'm <laughs> uh, just for making this stuff up. They did have a weird title, and I'm not sure what it was about, but it is, uh, it was the biggest uh, takeaway of the night. And uh, everybody in Hollywood seemed to like it. They were all applauding that. Um, and uh, I did see that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis won a Best Supporting Actress uh, for her role in some movie that she played a, a tax person. Somebody worked for the IRS or something. <laughs> she looked just awful, <laughs> just awful. And so I guess that's what you do is if you can look really terrible and uh, uh, and then pull it off. Then you're really acting, and so that's how you uh, that's how you come away a winner. The interesting thing was that one of the other uh, women that was up for that part was not happy about the decision. Uh, she was in that uh, Black Panther movie, and she was up for the um, Angela something, Angie. Uh, but she uh, they had them all in a box, there, all their faces, you know, in the little Hollywood Squares boxes. And when uh, they announced Jamie Lee Curtis's name, everybody in the box smiled and applauded politely, except for this woman, and she just gave the death stare. Um, and so uh, there you are. Now, let's see some of the other things that came out of it. Was uh, can you guess? Uh, Twenty-eight thirty-three best original song winners from the Academy Awards. Uh, no. Over the last thirty-five years, uh, songs like "Let It Go" and "My Heart Will Go On" won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. But how many can name any of the ones from recent? You know, and it turns out that no songs that we're familiar with. Uh, oh, here's Angela Bassett. Uh, she did not win the Best Supporting Actress award, and she was sending out little 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 knives out through her eyes. <laughs> That's a part of you know. That's a part of life that they really should work harder on. Is teaching people how to be good losers. You know, you see it in sports, you see it in in Hollywood, you see it all these places. You lose, you gotta you gotta learn to be able to be gracious about. It. Hey, man, congratulations. If it couldn't be me, I want it to be you. I mean, you could dog cuss them when you get on down the road. You know, you get back in your car, and you bang the steering wheel, honk your horn, call your mother. She'll agree with you. But, you know, at least fake it for a little bit because it it looks like it it makes you a better person than you really are. But as it turns out, she was not a better person than we thought she was. She was exactly the person we thought she was. Um, And then, uh, and I think Jamie Lee Curtis, I think it was great. who, Who knows how many movies she's made and never won anything before. So she wins. I mean, you know, you do it that long, you're about to get something right you know and so apparently she uh, she deserved the academy what it was the, the her peers you got to be a member of the academy to vote so it's not like they can blame us we didn't have anything to do with that so uh let's see if there was anything else i didn't see any really weird dresses and uh jimmy Kimmel was amusing yeah. you know i And nobody really made any huge political statements. And other than the death look that uh, this Angela Bassett gave, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, nobody was even rude to anybody. So, gosh, it was a non-eventful Academy Awards. That could be the last one (laughs) if nobody gets slapped and nobody does anything otherwise dastardly. Um, So, uh, you know, maybe they'll have them again. They were hoping to get more young people to watch, uh, and that's why they were, I think they wanted to have some new winners or people that hadn't won in the past. But then you got Jamie Lee Curtis to explain that one. But I do. I was disappointed that Elvis didn't win anything. I mean, because I thought it was a great movie, and I'm, of course I'm biased because you know we're here in Memphis and I've been covering Elvis for forty almost fifty years, and so I know the story. And I think they did a great job of, of the story. Um, and uh, but. You know, some go, some blow. But the, look at this. Uh, Top Gun probably grossed more than any other movie out there other than Avatar, I think Avatar, which is, I think it, it's the highest grossing movie of all time. I have not. They didn't get any of my money. Uh, but that's uh, uh, not going to change. I'm not, not big on animated movies, although I'm, I find myself watching while I'm more with my grandson because that's all they watch. I say, don't you want to watch real people? no <laughs> come on man there's all kinds of cowboy shows on no was it dino rancher <laughs> these dinosaurs that they uh, got down on the ranch I don't know who came with that idea but uh, so that's uh, the number one hit parade at our house um, so but the academy awards are over for another year if I was Tom Cruise, I'd just go say I made a heck of a movie and go spend uh, the money. Here it is. The biggest uh, winners, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, is the name of the movie that won everything. It says, the 2023 Oscars have come and gone, and as with any big awards ceremony, there were deserving winners and unfortunate losers on the night. I guess it's unfortunate if you lose, or it's unfortunate if you act terrible when you lose. But uh, there, was, there was one the guy that was the star in this uh, movie, Everything, uh, Everywhere, All at Once, and I couldn't. Believe he was the guy that presented the Academy for that was uh, Harrison Ford, and of course, um, uh, you know, all the great movies that he made. Uh, and it turns out that this guy that was the lead in this movie was a kid that made a movie in Raiders of the Lost Star something back when Harrison first started making those series. And so here he comes up and wins uh, actor of the year. And so that's I couldn't wonder why he was so excited to see Harris, because he was jumping up and down. Harris was being, and I said, well, they must know each other. <laughs> it turned out they did. Uh, and, uh, but apparently the Today Show really thought that, that Top Gunn was going to come out, because today they had this whole produced five, six minutes episode where they had all the people, no, it was, not, uh, it was uh, ABC that did it. ABC morning show people, because uh, uh, they had them all dressed up in flight suits like Top Gun, and they had them chroma keyed into jet seats. And I mean, it went on for like 10, 12 minutes, and all about Top Gun, and Top Gun didn't win anything. So I think, hey, well, we got it produced. Let's go ahead and run it. Now, we're going to take a quick break, then uh, we've got Daniel Irwin in with the top ripoff scams of the year. Better the Academy Awards. Wait and see. Thank you very much and welcome back. Uh, If it's Monday, it's... the Better Business Bureau Day, and Daniel Irwin is here to confirm that fact. How are you?
1: It is indeed Monday. And I so can you, confirm that.
0: You've got your Better Business <laughs> B- uh, Bureau jacket that is also tiger blue. On.
1: It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's it's kind of cold outside. I had to put it on. It, it was just laying in the office, but it, it. I did not expect it to be so cold today. And
0: it's only forty-eight, and I think that's the high for today. Yeah, it definitely was times. chilly. Yeah. So make sure you cover up everything tonight. Uh, this is uh, the kind of the end of the year. Everybody's kind of uh, taking assessments of stuff, including the banking industry. They they assess that they didn't have enough money in the bank out in California. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Well, Did somebody check that cash, drawer? <laughs> anyway, they're trying to figure out uh, what's going on there. But uh, apparently somebody was asleep at the switch, but not the Better Business Bureau. They've got some of the the biggest scams uh, that took place over the the, the past year.
1: Yeah, we just released our uh, Scam Tracker Risk Report for 2022. It's a major, major study that we undertake, and we usually release it this time of the year. It takes us that long to compile all the data, but we just released it.
0: And number one,
1: for the third year in a row, it's online purchase scams. Um, those are those uh, those those fake websites out there, right? Sometimes you 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 make a purchase not knowing a, a yeah. the website. Sometimes you get so, get something. Uh, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's maybe not what you ordered. Uh, Binoculars
0: to, that can see through walls. <laughs> I ordered those one time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you probably got some some rip from China or nothing. something. If you yeah, if you, you got, got, got anything you right, got, yeah, you got nothing. Yeah, but uh, for three years in a row, online purchase. Scams have been the number one riskiest scam uh, for consumers, um, uh, and then uh, actually 31.9, so 32 percent of all scams reported in 2022 were actually online purchase wow. scams. And almost 75 percent of those who reported being targeted by an online purchase scam lost money. That's a that's a really big step. So that's right a there. very
0: effective uh, scam. An,
1: yeah, it's an effective scamming tool. That's for sure. And employment scams actually uh, made uh, number two of the riskiest. Uh, that's a jump from uh, they were number three in 2021. They they jumped up to 2000, uh, or ex- jumped to two in 2022. Um, and it was actually the riskiest scam for people uh, ages 18 to 34. Uh, but overall, it was number two. But again, employment scams are jumping up there. Um, they they're really really nasty, especially in this economy. Um, yeah. Employment scams can really mess you up and, well, and get you sideways.
0: And the thing about it is. You know, they say there are all these jobs out there, but they're all like uh, warehouse jobs, forklift right. jobs, truck driving jobs, and then the other ones are like you know um, curator of the Bostonian Museum of Art uh, for two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. And that turns out to be a total scam.
1: Well, and then one of the other reasons why online, or excuse me, uh, employment scams jumped is because we're, we're in this space now where everybody works from home, or yeah. everybody wants to work from home, or everybody thinks it'd be nice to work from home. And so you're not working from home, but all your friends are, and then you see a job where it is working from home, right? So that's sure. kind of a scammer's dream. Um, Work-from-home scams are, are, are huge right now. And then number three was cryptocurrency scams. Um Those are, you know, those investment scams. Obviously, uh, you know, cryptocurrency has been in the news quite a bit lately, but uh, investment scams are always pretty nasty. Coming in at number four were home improvement scams. Uh, Those are like door-to-door solicitations or contractors that, uh, you know, uh, you you pay a contractor he never shows up something like that yeah. and then uh, coming in at number five the number five most riskiest scam was advance fee loan scams uh, that's a guaranteed loan uh, a guaranteed loan that you have to pay for up front it's illegal but uh, that preys on people with bad credit usually a lot of times people have applied for various loans online and forget what they've applied to and what they haven't they'll get an unsolicited communication uh, inviting them for a loan. But in order to get that loan, you have to pay a, a prepayment or sometimes it's a bad credit fee to, to prove that you're good for it. You usually have to send it via gift card. But we call it an advance fee loan. It's a pretty nasty scam. But yeah, we, they, it's the top five one of the top five riskiest scams in
0: twenty twenty two. Friend of mine got one their wife got it the other day and said, Hey, congratulations. We just won five million dollars. She goes, How much is it gonna cost us to get the five million? She goes, Only five thousand.
1: <laughs> via
0: gift card. Yeah, via gift card. Pronto. <laughs>
1: probably one of the sweepstakes games that's a uh, that's an, uh, another one yeah it's pretty Pretty out there. We also uh, the the list of uh, impersonated businesses out there. Um, the the top impersonated businesses were Amazon. Surprise, surprise. We all knew that was going to be the top one. Geek Squad, which is a uh, it's a computer repair place yeah. uh, associated Best with Buy. Best Buy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, Publishers Clearinghouse, uh, one of the most impersonated uh, uh, companies out there. We see that with with sweepstakes scams usually. Uh, the Postal Service uh, made the list this year uh, as one of the top impersonated what, organizations. What would they
0: say they were going to bring you the mail, and they didn't? <laughs> <how that>
1: <laughs> and uh, Norton Antivirus, they were also uh, big on the list. Uh, they came in at top five, and at number nine in that list was the Better Business Bureau. Believe it or not, wow. we are one of the impersonated organizations. So the people so, trying
0: to pass themselves off as you yeah, in order to gain their confidence? Right.
1: So a lot of times, uh, the scammers will use our name and likeness in emails and text messages uh, to kind of make something seem more legitimate. They don't always pose as the Better Business Bureau, but... But they will say that something is sponsored by us, or maybe uh, they'll they'll uh, use our email address to send something out to, to say that we're sponsoring it, or that that it's with us, or you know uh, we've approved it, or or something like that. So it's it's not uncommon for uh, scammers to use our name as well in their pitches.
0: Well, you've got to constantly be alert, and I know that you've always told me to be that way. And so the other day when I got this, I thought, well, I'll just follow this and see where it goes. It was, yeah, uh, you, know, you get in. Um in your messenger, uh, I get this thing from some young lady I'd never heard of before. Uh, and so she said <laughs> this. This is great. Said said uh, something about, uh, I tried to um, have you friend me before, but you never responded. Um, and it said... Uh, uh, I would like to to visit, uh, like I said, uh, your Facebook says you live in Odessa, right? uh, Is that correct? I said, no, Memphis. Well, amazing. Even though I'm in Toronto now, my parents live in Jackson. I visit my parents every once in a while. Maybe I can meet you next time. I said, yeah, right. I said uh, (laughs) It's a romance
1: scam waiting to happen right there, Earl.
0: (laughs) I work in Toronto's market, da, da, da. And I said, uh, and She says, What do you do? I said, I host my own radio show. And I figured if I'm going to give her this information. This should give her a big red flag. I said, I'm um, Kate Williams. I was a former TV news reporter, and anchor, and spokesperson for the Shelby County Sheriff's Department. She <laughs> says, Oh, that sounds like it's going to be a great job. <laughs> <laughs> And she says surprised I've been doing this for ten years, and I said, What do you think? I said, I think you're barking up the wrong tree <laughs> <laughs> now, that's pretty much the end of the conversation, yeah. but they're out there, and I think what they try to do is just engage you in any kind mm-hmm. because especially people who are lonely, and nobody I get people sending to me requests constantly." And you just have to realize if it's some young 20-year-old girl living right. in Toronto, she ain't interested right. in Uncle Earl. And it's so
1: cheap for them to do it. It's yeah. it's, it's it's just like fishing. They use bots, right? It costs them nothing. They send, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of messages out at one time through computers. Right. And, you know, of those thousands of messages, maybe 100 people respond. And of those 100 people, they may get 10 of them that send them money. But it, it's not costing them anything yeah. because they're just using technology. And so, I mean, it's just it's like printing money.
2: Yeah, it really um, is.
1: you know one of the other interesting things uh that stood out in our report is that you know scams don't just drain people's money uh it's not just a drain on their wallets uh victims reported losing time they reported losing personal identification uh, personal you know uh information like uh social security numbers um they also uh one of the things is that they lose just overall confidence in the marketplace right like we're in, inundated with these scams all the time so you know people who lose confidence yeah, yeah yeah who do you believe but also just the time you know a lot of Times, you know, even if you haven't fallen for a scam, but let's just say that you accidentally clicked on a link. Well, you know now you got it you got to take the time to, to, to research it or to, 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 to fix it or let's say that you, you you fall for an online purchase scam and you put your credit card information or your bank card information well now you got to take the time
0: to get back you know out of it.
1: to get back out of it you got to call and you got to fill out paperwork yeah. and you got to get stuff notarized and you got to be worried about you know you got to be worried about uh, identity theft right and so you got to constantly be putting time and effort into something so people are, are out you know more than just money and then just the hack of having to deal with yeah. you know all these phone calls all day long, right? I mean, so so there's there's a there's a risk to scams that's more than just money.
0: In fact, that's so true because even if I could win a million dollars, that says you have to fill out this form. I'd go. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. so sick of filling out stuff. The other one is uh, your Norton uh, virus protection has expired, right? And you said, you go. No, it hasn't. And and I don't even use Norton. That's another thing. You click on that and guess right. what? You got a virus. Right,
1: yeah. But they're using a name that you recognize yep. because even if you're not a, a subscriber of Norton, you know more than likely you know what it is. So so if you look at the major companies that that are most impersonated, Amazon. Obviously everybody knows Amazon. Most people know Greek Squad. A geek Squad, most people know Publishers Clearinghouse, everybody knows the Postal Service, everybody knows Norton, right? Yep. So they use they use na- names of, of businesses that you trust and that you count on to try to lend credibility to their pitch.
0: Yeah. Well and then you got the thing that's going on right now that everybody's talking about in fact we got Paul Shankly coming here in just a few minutes, to talk about the the banks out yeah. in California and New York. And you sit there and go, Well, gosh, if they fail, who as, as you just said, it's the confidence in, in the our economy. You know who do you trust as as far as to any of this,
1: and then to take it a next level again, scammers they they rip off the headlines yeah. right. So so expect in the next week or so as this plays out publicly in the media, scammers are going to start calling and impersonating other banks Here, as well. Here's what so, they're
0: going to do. I guarantee this will be one of their scams. Just, Contact us. We can help you get the money you lost at this other yep. bank back. Exactly. We know how to do that.
1: Yeah. So but you're going to get those calls. Yep. Like, this is going to, this is, the more stuff plays out in the national media, the more and more we see locally and nationally these scammers using those as their pitch. So, yeah, we've already started to get reports of, of some scammy stuff going on with this, but yeah. Expect to get those phone calls, emails, and text messages having to do with this. It, right. it, it's it's going to happen.
0: Well, it's all very important. Can they go to your uh, Facebook page, your website? Yeah, you can, you can this? You You
1: can. can download the report. It's the 2022 Scam Tracker Risk Report. You can go to our website, bbb.org, to download that. You can report a scam at bbb.org. You can check a business out. You can check a business's rating. Uh, if you don't have access to the Internet, uh, you can always give us a call at 901-759-1300.
0: Yeah, we'll sell you a membership.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we will.
0: We're just kidding. <laughs> all right, Daniel, thank you very much for coming in. And uh, Randy's supposed to be back next week.
1: Randy will make his triumphant return next week.
0: Well, we're looking forward to it. So tell him. But we appreciate you coming in and filling in all these weeks. Has he been? How long has this been going uh, it's on? It's been now?
1: about three months. He's been wow. out since uh, since November.
0: Yeah, well, no more golf carts for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll have to ask him what happened, I by will. the way. I, I've I've heard several versions of the story, so I'm curious to, to hear yeah, what he says. I want
0: to hear it from the golfer's mouth, so we'll find out. All right, Daniel, thank you, sir. Have a great day. You too. We're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back. thank you very much and welcome back Uh, just reading this thing on uh, Neighbors I don't know if you do that uh, but I do and it's uh, from Heidi Kuhn who is the uh, criminal court clerk I worked with her at the sheriff's office uh, when she was uh, with the sheriff's office said wow as if my week wasn't bad enough tonight uh, this was I guess Sunday night uh, maybe Saturday night uh, tonight I was carjacked. I'm okay, as okay as one could be who's been victimized. I have to say that I sincerely appreciate the four people who came to my aid, amazing people who did not look away but took action. One person even took off and followed them to get the car tags. I also want to thank the MPD officer, Josh Thompson, who was professional, helpful, and courteous. Uh, It was an incredibly scary event, and I often attempt to be careful and vigilant, but unfortunately not in that moment. Be safe out there. Uh, This was at the uh, gas station. It was right across uh, from the Agri-Center there. Um, I think it's a shell, uh, but it's right across from their observation deck where you can watch geese out there at the Agri-Center. And she was uh, pumping gas in her car around on the other side of her driver's side. And apparently this person just opened up the door of her car, got her purse and everything that was in it, and absconded. Um, and uh, I think they did get a, the, the plate on the car. But uh, that's how fast it can happen. So, uh, And even she said, you know, I you know, you get comfortable with where you are. You're in East Memphis, or that's actually Germantown probably not far from where she lives and so you know you think you're okay uh when you get out of your car to fuel your car look around you see if anybody loitering around or sitting in cars like they're waiting because those could be people looking for an opportunity and uh then if you uh, leave your car door open and you're standing there pumping gas you, you know well number one what's she going to do you're going to walk up over the door and grab her purse and walk away and She's only going to do anything, and that's pretty much what happened. But the good news is she was not hurt. Uh, I've got some message into her. I'd love to have her come on the show and just talk about it because uh, that's when people start really, uh, and it's happened to a bunch of us. I mean, we all know somebody this has happened to, and it's happening more and more all the time. And uh, at some point, they're just going to have to address the situation and say we're going to do something about it, and here's what we're going to do. But in the meantime, I just say keep the pressure up, keep calling, uh, keep sending messages, uh, and uh, let your your representatives, whether you're in the city or the county, know that we're sick of this and we're not going to take it anymore, you know, whatever we have to do to start uh, controlling it. I had some, um, a friend of mine, David Bowden, the other day with uh, Flock cameras, and after I put him on the show and saw what they looked like, it's it's a black pole with a, with a black uh, flat black uh, a solar panel on the top facing south, and then it's got a camera going in both directions along a roadway. I've started seeing them everywhere in front of just about every single uh, neighborhood uh, uh, subdivision that has, like, maybe not the gates, but there's definitely one way in and one way out, or two ways in, two ways out. And one of those in front of every one of them. They're recording every car that comes in there and every car that comes out, and they can track them. Uh, check it out, flock cameras. F L O C got Paul Shanklin, and we're going to talk about the banking situation up next. So stay with us. And thank you very much, and welcome back uh, in studio with me right now is uh, Paul Shanklin. He brought his bodyguard with him and told him he didn't have to.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Deja vu all over again. Yeah,
0: it's it's like hanging out with somebody that's got Secret Service protection, you know. But I I take advantage of it too, so they got to take care of me too, right? That's right. Or they let just anything happen to me because I'm not part of the payroll.
2: Well, I mean, if you're going to Costco, (laughs) you better take your woman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You went to Costco
2: without me? That's
0: the things you don't want to hear. I did see a bit the other day on Facebook. Oh, we could have
2: gotten some corned beef. (laughs) Okay, all right. I'll take you next time.
0: Yeah, But the guy that left his house without his wife and he was pulling over the police. he said, you seem to be wandering around aimlessly. He said, okay, I left the house without my wife. Okay. Pull (laughs) it over, buddy. (laughs) How many times has this happened in the past? (laughs) Uh,
2: I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) Ask her. Oh, she's not here. Yeah,
0: All right, we're gonna make sure you don't do this stuff again. <laughs> How long has it been since you thought on your own? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've
1: lost the ability to think. I've been married for thirty-nine years.
0: Sounds like a life sentence to me. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, we digress. Uh, <laughs> the you're in town going yeah, to Costco they, today? Yeah, you got to go to Costco. A, yeah,
2: they got them cheap. You know, I we got well, they got cheap pizza and cheap everything uh, there. So when you're you go well. Wow, Let's go. Let's make this a date. Let's have a hot dog or have some pizza or whatever.
0: You get, you have to wait for the hot dogs or the pizza though. I thought you just walk up to the window and said, "Eat a hot dog." No,
2: it's not that bad. I mean, you have to now you have to go to a kiosk and you got to, like, you know, you got to well, first you got to put on your glasses. That's that's <laughs> for It's like, "Where are my glasses?" Well, I've got my you have my glasses. So we figure out who's got whose glasses and then then we, you know, you, you punch the buttons yeah. and then it says to put your card in but then you've put your glasses up already cuz you thought
0: that there's more to come.
2: Yeah, you got to pull the glasses out again and hopefully if it hasn't timed out. So you out, actually paid for your it. hot dog there at the kiosk. At the kiosk. Yeah, oh, so see the,
0: I, I walked up to the window and then they Where's uh, my hot dog? Then they said go sit down <laughs> over there we'll call you and they said there where well, the man wants a hot dog come to the window <laughs> talk to our manager. <laughs> so I go to the window and go I said you could have paid for this at the kiosk. Yeah, uh, yeah. Paul, it's right over here. Everybody knows it. Paul Shanklin told me that two days later. That's
2: right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring your glasses.
0: Well, the big news uh, this weekend really is the failure of the uh, and
2: all day today.
0: Yes, even more so today because Bernie Frank's bank. Uh,
2: Imagine that.
0: Was, what's it called? It Select? went out
1: of business. It's having a little, little bit of problems. So I don't know. I,
0: Bernie
2: Frank. Every time there's a banking disaster, Bernie's somewhere was just, near it. I
0: would just tell you he was. not he largely involved in the uh, 2008 bank? Collapse, he was. He was. Well, alone.
2: yeah. He had uh, his. Uh, he was, was chairman of uh, the, the House f- of the House Banking Committee. Dodd. Frank Dodd. Dodd. Well, uh, that was uh, Chris Dodd was the Senate Chairman of the Banking yeah. Committee, and then they had the Dodd Frank
0: Bill. You know, bill, and it was supposed to make, everybody. Out. Yeah,
2: make everybody. Hole again, and they did
0: the the uh, uh, Goldman Sachs, but then Bear Stern, they let those guys free fall. Yeah, because they
2: didn't have anybody in the Bush administration to <laughs> to help them. It helps to know people. The guy who was in charge, I'm trying to think back uh, the, uh, of the of the Fed or the anyways uh, regulating committee. Or regulation anyways, uh on the Bush team was from Goldman Sachs. And uh, so he covered them,
0: but not listen, poof, put a put a bullet in Bear Stearns. Because I knew some guy a young guy that was with Bear Stearns. And Stern several other people. And, and several had, other people. And he had been very successful, had several million dollars in stock, and overnight it was worthless.
2: It was all gone. Yeah. It was worthless. That's you know, easy come, easy go. So that's the stock market I know.
0: <laughs> the friendly fly fly the friendly stock market.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing. They they when they work for like Goldman, you know they make you a especially if they make you a you
0: know partner, partner, your best.
2: Then best. you you do invest your money in yeah. the same thing punch bowl that everybody else is in. So yeah, that you'll pay that's attention. part of the deal. Yeah, that's part of the deal. That's part of the deal. You got. But they're saying
0: with this bank out of this uh, uh, Silicon SBB. Valley SVB yeah. that. Uh, they're going to bail out the the people who had deposits there, but not the principals. Do you believe that? Uh, they're not going to. Well,
2: we don't know what they're going to do. And, and and I've you know trying to stay up on it before I got here. They talked about buying a, having a suitor over the weekend, and that's generally how it worked during the Bush administration when they had the you know eight was you'd have these shotgun marriages over the everybody they go everything's fine everything's fine then close of business friday they say you're marrying him he's marrying you and that's because y'all get together (laughs) and they would have a shotgun marriage and you had that every weekend during that period of time so they just
0: match money up with with well a
2: bank that's successful yeah that that has enough capital to to absorb them to fix the problems the the problem with this this time around is uh, well, it's 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 a similar situation where they don't have enough cash on hand for the people asking for their money.
0: Yeah, because I understand that this bank, uh, the FDIC, has 128 billion, which is about 1.2 percent of all the money on deposit in the United States. And the money they lost at this bank, uh, the in California, so far two hundred plus billion, that exceeds what the FDIC has. So that means they got to go to someplace else. But Joe says he's not coming to the taxpayers. Where else does the federal government well, go when they a, need money?
2: Well, that's a that's a uh, well. Was, let me get back to. I'll, I'll go over that a little bit. Uh, it's 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 all convoluted because nobody knows for sure what's going on. Okay. Now there there's pieces, and if they are, are they, they ain't talking. Right. Well, they're going to be under indictment. the The guy who did, who was, whoever, and they were big into, you know, equity and diversity, and uh, they didn't put in experience. And whoever was their risk manager did something extremely stupid when rates were really, really low. He went long, or they, they, them went long. Okay, meaning. Hey, I'd like to have more yield. So if I buy a bond that's thirty years or twenty years or ten years, I get a better yield than if I go a three-month treasury. Yes, you do, but you also take on that's risk. Locked in because you're locked in. It's called the risk is called duration. And
0: duration <laughs> that like marriage. Duration. <laughs> the duration of the marriage. Duration
2: is measured in duration. Uh, duration is measured in years. If you look at your bond port, you know if you have a bond fund. Go look at it now, (laughs) but duration is this uh, length of time it takes for the cash flows to equal. Yeah, no, it's not even maturity before maturity. This is a it's a number that's somewhere before maturity. Usually about mm, say if it was a ten year, uh, you'd probably figure it's about eight year duration. Okay, it's measured in years. Why duration matters and how what duration means doesn't matter as much as how to do the math. So if interest rates go up – no, I'm – yeah. follow, no, so follow, follow me on this. I'm to Follow me on this. I'm just saying. Going right over your head no, it's and not. onto the floor. I'm it's everywhere it. on the I'm, floor. I'm
0: absorbing it, and okay. I'm saying to myself, if you were to try to get some guy right out of high school and sit down and explain to him how this is <laughs> going to make him rich, and he says, now, wait a minute, the money I'm actually putting in there is is uh, secured for up to 250000 Right. Right. That is correct, unless it goes over no, two hundred fifty thousand. No, no.
2: Yeah, then then you have some problems.
0: But they say they're even going to cover that in this.
2: Yeah, because if they didn't, uh, and that's the thing is like you know they, they've never defaulted on on big investors before. I mean that was a whole deal back in oh eight. Is that people that had a lot of oh, we're not going to we're not going to make them take it in the pants. Well, that's most of the money in that bank is is depositors in excess of two hundred fifty thousand dollars per account. Yeah, a lot of it was uh, spec money and and uh, other wonderful ideas, cash put in, and they thought, well, they're not going to need that much back. We're going to buy these long bonds, and yeah, the so duration, the duration, again, if you have a, if, if they it's just assume they did all of the same thing, if they bought ten year bonds with a duration of eight, and interest rates moved up one percent the face value of the bonds is going to drop or at least say the value of the bonds is going to drop by 8%. So if, if rates have gone up by 4
0: and dropped by 8.
2: Yeah, you got now you got to multiply 4 by 8. So it's it you have some they had some serious problems in their bond portfolio because they went long for whatever reason and when people start demanding that money, they, they have to cash it, it in. They have to cash it in. I think they were hiding it. I think they weren't telling. They're supposed to do what's called mark to market. I don't think they were telling the regulators what quite the because problem was. the regulators
0: was. would have stepped in and said, hey, right. they are out of They would line. have closed it
2: yeah. eight months ago. They haven't had a risk manager for eight months because <laughs> whoever was doing it left. Yes. You can see why they yes. left. And whoever was looking, who was looking, come on and say, well, let me look at your portfolio. Oh Lord! Don't I don't want to be written. part of this. Yeah. So, so they haven't had a risk
0: manager in eight months. But I do understand that some of the principals sold all their or two millions in stock last week. Oh yeah. Now how convenient. Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, is and that not illegal? Uh, n- no. They have to give notice if they, uh, if they sit on the board or whatever. They have to give notice. It's not illegal. But uh, uh, it is a sign of it is a the sign of no confidence. Yeah. It's it's a sign of no confidence, and if 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 you had been paying attention, you wouldn't have wanted it. It's it's not a. I'd, I'd say what it, the contagion is uh, lefties in banking because you got the people out there were connected to the they're very connected to the, the Democratic Party. Again, uh, uh, Barney Frank's. Uh, Yeah. uh, Bank, they had him there. Why? They have him there for his banking skills? No, for Mm. his connections. So there's going to be, I would think, within you, if there's any going to be any other problems out there, the regulators are putting on the rubber gloves as we speak. Probably last week, and they're starting to look at everything. Everybody's probably going to get a a a, a risk audit, and there's going to be more shotgun marriages. I think it's unlikely that there was a lot of this going on because I don't see that there would be that much. It's not like mortgage banking where everybody was doing everything all at once. Yeah,
0: Isn't it interesting, though, this took place in two solid blue states?
2: Oh, yeah. And solid blue banks, I mean, they were, uh, you know, that's, again, tons of cash coming in. And they were loaning money for startups. I mean – Go to any bank here in <laughs> so, Memphis and say, you know, <laughs> I, I, I got, got this. Idea. I got an app here that I was going to do a startup. I need a half million dollars. No problem. Uh, no, uh, uh-uh. they wouldn't yeah. have touched you. I, I can't imagine that. So uh, they were they were doing it was risk in and risk out. I mean they they were loaning on. Uh, I think they were loaning huge to huge to huge risk, and they were the capital they had within the bank was at a a huge risk. Already? That was simple. They didn't have to do that. Yeah. They didn't have to do that. Rates were going to go up. Everybody knew that. We knew it. We talked but about it. But
0: do they now? They, uh, we're talking with Paul Well, Shank they go and, up from here. Yeah. yeah. we got to take a quick break. We'll come yes. back. And also, uh, Kramer, who's on CNBC, yeah. just a week ago was yeah. saying, buy yeah. the uh, California bank. I quit
2: listening to Kramer about, oh, 500 stocks ago yeah
0: so my (laughs) brother-in-law told me I said what about this Kramer guy he goes don't listen to Kramer don't listen
2: to Kramer (laughs) Kramer
0: Kramer just yells a lot he does he looks like he's working hard because he got his sleeves rolled up, right? And, and his sweat's coming. His veins are
2: pounding, in his forehead. <laughs> Let he... me tell you something. I'm high as a kite. I <laughs> I don't know what he is, but he's. What uh, yeah, he was. I don't want anybody. Anybody's yelling to invest money. I want calm. Yeah. I want somebody to explain something. I don't want somebody hyping something. If they're hyping it, I'm like. I'm the first one out the door. I this is gonna make you more money than Creases. Okay, I'm gone because you're lying, and I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not hanging. If you're
0: away. if you're yelling, you're lying. If you're yelling, yeah. you're lying. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll right be right coach. back. And welcome back on a sunny but chilly. Really, changed. Monday afternoon, Paul Shanklin is in house and, and a uh,
2: high polling count, I think. Cause, it uh, is. As Every, soon as I got in the car and started driving here, it's like,
0: wow. Yeah, everybody is uh, sniffling and, uh, you know, draining and sad
2: about banking.
0: It's sad about banking. Uh, the question is, and, and I read a statement from Southern Security Federal Credit Union, they're not part of the FDIC, they have right. their own governing uh, body. Uh, right. In, in, but the thing about the uh, the great thing about credit unions is they are run, and the board of directors are volunteers. They're not investors. Everybody that's in a credit union is an investor. Right, the is credit an investor participates. But you don't have a bunch of fat cats going. Okay, this thing's going under. Let's get out while it gets good. <laughs> there's no getting out. No, there's no getting out. Right, and so that's why. Yeah, you just really need to look at that. And even I heard some people today on some of the national shows find a good local community bank. You're much better off.
2: You're much better off, and uh, because they're not doing the Peter Paul thing, uh, (laughs) robbing from Peter to pay Paul until they until Paul Peter runs out of money, which is kind of what happened here.
0: Well, Peter and Paul, Peter and Paul (laughs) ran out of money.
2: Well, like I said, they they weren't doing any real risk management. and it just when you look at when I was I was listening to this, and I thought I didn't hear that right. And then they said, yeah, they went long on bonds when interest rates were low. And I was like a recipe for instant disaster. I mean, we we sold off uh, what bond uh, funds I had. Uh, for clients, we, I was selling those off uh, last year. Because don't you, you, to, to, you get to go to short? To, I want to go short. You Rates into, are going
0: up. When the stock market's down, you get into bonds. It's a place to park your money.
2: Usually, in. that's kind of the that's the old myth. Yeah. But
0: this time around, no bonds yeah, were not where you well
2: went. they no and and that's the loss in bonds could be permanent because again we were historically not just low we, we were near zero so the only place for bonds interest rates to go was up and when that happens the only place that bonds go is south and so that loss is as permanent as you can get a loss other than taking it out in the yard and burning it yeah okay because if you pretty, yeah if you i mean severe. you'll get your you know if you have to sell the bond you have to adjust the price to meet the new interest rate so everybody that was buying long bonds well, i'm gonna buy those for safety
0: Uh, Well, something wrong with you. Uh, So
2: uh, they bought
0: the blind mule.
2: Yeah, and uh, you can't you can't go by you know what everybody's always done before. Things can be different. So this time around, it was really uh, it was difficult because people wanted yield, they wanted safety. It was easier to find that in dividend paying stocks.
0: I keep hearing the thing that somebody in the Biden administration should have been aware of this. The the bank. uh, uh, regulators. Uh, well, you said there was no risk. They nobody they didn't have a risk manager. No risk manager. They
2: had. They had the the CEO of the company was the, the, filling the, the, in. The, you know, the chairman of the risk board. He's a
0: guy that sold all his stock. And they're all hiding. Well, they're
2: all hiding it, hoping they were hoping that rates would flatten out and then they would cut them because that's usually what the Fed has done. Uh, except when they don't. And this time <laughs> they they're did. they fighting. Well, this, inflation, this time so it's infla- inflation yeah. is hugely a problem, and they're not going to cut rates for a long time, I don't think.
0: Well, what's And it? I sure
2: wouldn't bet against it. I wouldn't bet against it at all. And they were betting hard against
0: yeah.
2: it. I mean, thinking that interest rates would go back to really, really low, because I mean, they were like, I couldn't believe they- what they were buying.
0: But they were, but the government then was giving all this billions away, and so everybody was flush with cash. And which, which is like anything else in supply and demand. The more the supply, the less demand.
2: Well, there's always the there's always the problem when when people can't get yield. I mean, you had a lot of people getting into the stock market who were really risk averse people. Otherwise, okay, they were whether they're old or not. I'm not going to pick on old people. I'm near 61 but and you're not picking on me i'm picking on you either but i mean people people are like well i'm not getting any. i'm not for the last 15 years or so i've been hearing you know i'm not getting any money at the bank and i just want to get into the market i said are you okay with what you got going down 20 percent? well no well that's that's the risk of being in the market it can go down that much maybe more and, and you, you have to be ready for that. But they wanted the yield so bad.
0: Yeah, we're talking about Paul Shanker. Stuck Schenker. their neck out. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and talk more about what we should be doing right now. So stay with us. And welcome back on a sunny Monday. Uh, we got some clouds kind of moving in the area. That's
2: the banking system.
0: Is it uh, the clouds over the banking system? <laughs> There's a storm over my bank. Uh, well, they're
2: going to get looked at. I mean, they have something called Mark to Market uh, that they instituted uh, during Barney Frank's uh, reign uh, last time around. And what they have to do, and it's in a way, it's good because if they have a bad an asset that they say paid ten dollars for, they can't keep it on the books at ten dollars. They have to mark they have to mark it down if the price of the asset goes down. They have to mark it down to the market price of the asset, so that it's a, it's a more honest way of, of looking at what they actually have to capitalize the bank. But some of the rules are a little weird, like when the during the uh, loan crisis, if a mortgage quit performing. Somebody quit paying their mortgage. I'm not going to say who, but somebody quit paying their mortgage. The value on the books went to zero instead of there the value was, of the house. There it was, still just, was the value of a house. Yeah, no, but that, that didn't have They, they didn't did count it. No, that. it's zero. It became zero. That was the rule. And so that's why all those houses, they didn't care what they got for them. They couldn't sit on them because it's a zero, it's, it's, it's zero value on no, our books. No asset. Right. So they had to sell it to get the cash, and now it's an asset if it's cash. So they did some weird things. I don't know – I don't know how much I don't know if there's other weird things like that where they to mark to market they have to sell it I don't know but these guys didn't anticipate the cash run and is, and once people started asking a few questions the cash run got to be bigger mm-hmm. and that's when you're going to find out how and this is Broad going to happen this is. yeah you're going to find out you're going to find out how good their asset base was because if they're having to sell things at a loss it's going to come up you're going to see it they can't hide it they're probably hiding it now um, I don't think it's going to be system wide. I think this is a few banks that were really gunslinging look, and uh, when not you're, banking.
0: And when you look at where California is now, I mean, look at the people that are leaving California. Yeah. In, in fact, I heard somebody say today, California is not a place you can do business in any longer.
2: That's well, just, just, just. You really have, you really have. Uh, I mean, everything against you. I mean, you have. Regulation—you got to go ask the city. Is this okay? Is that Everything okay? Everything is taxed And eventually, you just go. Out oh, the heck with it. I'm going to Texas with my new uh, auto company. And Tesla goes you know, yeah. to Texas. And it, uh, a lot of other people did the same thing because they could do business anywhere. Why does it have to be in this particular area? Silicon Valley is is uh, you know very site specific. But does it really have to be? There. no
0: because look at all the companies uh, that have moved to austin texas yeah, now yeah. they're turning austin into california i'm sure they're i'm sure they're trying i'm uh, sure they're trying but the uh, there may be some people to fight back and maybe if they take a hard look at what's happening in california and they want to do that to texas too because uh it'll collapse just like the rest of them well, do.
2: the tent cities and all that with the, the homeless uh, doing drug uh, open air drug deals and
0: but that's starting to happen. I saw some in when I was in Dallas, and then I just saw some pictures on Facebook yesterday of some uh, these big 15-, 20-person tents set up around this area under yeah. underpasses and stuff.
2: Well, that's what – a friend of mine lives in Sacramento, and she said that you know a lot of the wildfires that have started out in uh, – Are being and caused by it, these it's, people. It's the homeless folks under the bridges, and they're not thinking too straight with their drugs, so they're like cooking meth, and it explodes. They have propane tanks and everything else in it. And out there, if anything, you know, out oh. here you can throw matches all day and nothing really much burns. And out there, it's dry. Anything happens, it, well, of it course, takes off. And now, the winds catch it. And,
0: now you've got uh, huge flooding problems. Uh, levees breaking. I was talking to somebody last night that's actually in charge of levees down in Mississippi. He goes, what they're talking about out in California are not levees. They're almost like rice paddy uh, right. mounds. Right, they're not. They're nowhere near like not levees like we have. Not like no. we have here along the Mississippi. And Levee.
2: they've 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 got a you know it, the thing is it's chaparral. A lot of that country up there is is high desert. Yeah, and they're trying to build cities on it and have enough water and, uh, but they don't have reservoirs that are large and then, enough and, to.
0: Well, they wouldn't allow them to build any oh, you more reservoirs because
2: it might kill a snail.
0: And then they won't let you the fish darter they won't or whatever. Let you take the, the the runoff from the Sierra Madres; uh, they want it to go straight to the ocean, straight to the ocean,
2: pristine. Yeah, carrying all For, the soil with it, <laughs> soil and
0: nourishment and everything else right. that could, could be growing stuff in California. And they know we want it to go straight to. What What's happened to California is exactly what's going to happen to this country if we let the greenies uh, have their way. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it, and, and uh, but. Uh, <laughs>
2: There's a way to farm responsibly. And there is. There's a way to do every – there's a way to do all industry responsibly. But to be chemophobic – my mother was an organic chemist, so, I, you know, whenever the, there were these stories, I would ask her, you know, is this toxic? She said, everything's toxic. You know, you don't – potatoes are toxic. You just, you just can't – you know, you can't have a lot of these chemicals in, uh, in abundance in your food. But is it okay to have some of it? Sure. Cause it's in nature a lot of it's you know natural so uh it's but there's minerals. ways to do yeah there's ways to do there's ways to do everything responsibly and hold companies responsible i'm all for that but the idea that we're going to get rid of all processes and all chemicals and all going to live you know we're all going to have making our own washcloths uh and uh no more toilet paper and no indoor toilets and all the rest, and composting toilets. It's like, uh, when,
0: I don't really want that future myself. Well, they've said that about gas ranges. And, oh, I know. Uh, and now they're saying that uh, we're going to have to get rid of the, our washers, in our homes, the clothes washers, that they use too much water. So, so And man, we've gotten,
2: we, we, gotten it down to the HE, which doesn't, you know, <laughs> high efficiency, they don't use that much water. No, that's too, still too, too much. too much. It's still too much.
0: And uh, so what they want now is that back when we lived in Mexico, they beat the yeah, clothes on the rocks out there along the creek bed, <laughs> and guess what? Everything was in the water up above is yeah. now coming down to wash your clothes. Yeah, and then and the, the people village that below it, that, yeah, you know, is going to get the washes well, their
2: clothes, and the village below that, as each village is uh, leaving uh, yeah. uh, other things. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. it's not exactly sanitary the kind of world they're wanting you to live in.
0: Yeah, it's called a downhill situation. And it's always
2: it's always it's not them they're going to live in. It's going to be you <laughs> yeah. and me. It's like oh, we still have indoor
0: toilets. Yes, you know, we, we, we couldn't probably. be with
2: I couldn't be without that.
0: Uh, so what are you telling people to do right now, Paul? As far as is, is, you know, quit
2: praying for rain for one thing. Yeah, uh, we've got plenty we, of that. We've got plenty of rain. Uh, number one, and we talked about it last time when Gary was here. Of course, now he's in Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> He fled the scene. Yeah, he said he would. He would sell me his gold fillings. <laughs> uh, we got to put an ounce price on it. But uh, when he gets back, um, and you know, dentistry, I'll be knocking it out with a chisel. But the uh, the main thing is just keep your head. Don't don't make big decisions. Don't don't start sell everything. You know, we don't we don't in the office. We don't go. All right, today we're selling everything, and then tomorrow we're gonna buy everything. Make a plan. If you uh, it, it, too if. You have to know when you need your money. If you need your money in 20 years for retirement, quit sweating it. You know, just let the ride this thing out. If you need your money in the next 10 minutes, okay. You might want to sell a little bit of something off to have but some, not some cash. Not all of it, right. Uh, value is coming back. you've only value lost based. money
0: on something is if you sell it and you sold it. It's from, permanent. Then it's permanent loss. The loss is permanent
2: and locked in, which is what happened to this bank. And they had to. Uh, have some cash on hand. I think we're going lower. I'm not betting on it, but I have uh, cash on hand uh, to buy uh, things when they do go lower.
0: Well, you should. We found that out during the ice storm this year. There were a lot of people with power outages, and you couldn't go to an ATM. You couldn't if you didn't have cash, uh, and you couldn't. Well, be, I
2: don't have it on me, but I've got. I'm just saying, <laughs> in my account, I have I have you know cash in the account that that I can buy some stocks. But don't you with think
0: you should have some cash readily available outside the bank?
2: Not anything that your wife can find. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she's got her little. She's sitting stash across too, from man. here. Yeah, she. Yeah,
2: it's it's one of what uh, somebody told me she says yeah when y'all get married you don't, there's got to be you, you need to have some money that she don't know about and I was like well that's money I don't know about because I don't have anything uh, but the uh, you know I, I, just as far as uh, you know don't change your plan meet with your advisor you know don't freak out is is it's just like when you're driving on the ice everything you do is going to be a little bit worse. Trying to accelerate, hitting the brakes. No. Yeah. So don't don't freak out. It's not the time to freak out. We're not going to go to canned food and shotgun shells yet. And I don't. And uh, this bank contagion is going to be going to a lot of banks that probably need to get uh, washed under. Uh, but it's not going to be widespread like 8 I'd rather doubt that um, because it's, it 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 generally is a very well run industry.
0: Yeah. The, uh, which is really what surprised me about this is the they div- were able to get away with this for, for as long as they did.
2: Well, I think everybody's just kind of sitting on a time bomb. And it's, it is kind of like when things are going bad, people just don't talk about it. And it just it just kind of has its uh, – if we don't talk about it and we don't look at it, maybe it'll go away. And, yeah. and that's always a bad plan.
0: That's how my parents always knew something was up and said, Earl, you're awful quiet. Lately. Yeah, exactly. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Something's happening. Yeah, something's happening. If you're not talking, something's happening. Well, I
2: think I think I said, you know, look at your time horizon. If you're ten years away from retirement and all that, it's a long time in the distance. You know, uh, don't try to. Time the market. Uh, how many people ask me all them? Oh, it's like one of the three questions I get asked. One is how do I get my money out of my IRA without paying any taxes, and I tell them, well, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. So, uh, and, and 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 then the other is uh, how to make a lot of money in just one day. Okay, when that's the one's out. And then is well, how do I time the market? There is no way to absolutely positively say when to get in, when to get out, because anytime anybody tries to do that, uh, they might get it over with once. The next time, it'll just bite them in the yeah. butt. Yeah. So so don't try to time the market. Just uh, ride this thing out. We've got a recession coming, and that's the way things is.
0: You're on sl- you're on ice, slow moves. You're on ice, directions.
2: slow moves, and don't uh, commit to uh, anything in a big way. Keep it diversified. You know, don't don't bet on Red 7.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> 21 Red, roll that wheel. Uh, stay away from Tunica. Okay.
0: There you go. I think everybody does. All right, And Paul, when in
2: doubt, invest in yourself.
0: There you go. Paul Shanklin. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And welcome back on this uh, Monday uh, amidst the banking industry thing. I just got a, a uh, text from. Um, Don Grader, who is the CEO of Southern Security Federal Credit Union. This is from the NCUA chairman, Todd M. Harper. has issued the following statement today on the safety and soundness of the credit union system. Uh, and he said that the credit union uh, system remains well capitalized and on solid footing. The National Credit Union Administration continues to monitor credit union performances through both the examination process and offset monitoring, and they will continue to do so in the future. Credit unions have access to a wide range of liquidity sources. The NCUA, along with its Central Liquidity Facility, opens new window. Is able to provide backup source to liquidity to member credit unions as needed. The agency continues to coordinate with the other federal financial institution regulators to ensure the continued resiliency of the American financial service system. So, um,
2: well, they're not. They're not. I don't think that they feel. I may be wrong, but they're in co- like banks are in competition with each other. Each other, but they're not with credit These, unions. Uh, credit unions are together, and they they work together with each other. Yep. Uh, without trying to sink each other, well, fact, <laughs> which is what happened with this, I'm sure the other banks. I mean, when they heard that they might have a problem, I'm sure they piled it on. Oh, they did. Oh, they—they're going to do it
0: because they're like buzzards. They're going to look for whatever morsels are left, just like this bank. What they call it—it's not an interim bank. It's a—it's a go-to bank. They're going to put all the deposits into until they figure out what to do with them next.
2: Well, and there's word that Elizabeth Warren is is uh, uh, outside the teepee on this. So she she she's. Uh, uh, she she doesn't want them to sell it and uh, and then somebody on the uh, consumer protection regulation regulatory board the thing they created under Obama same kind of thing they they want well that's I don't want it to be sold I, I just want it to be something different anyway yeah. so there's there's all kinds of problems in Washington with this and they're yeah you know, obviously the other banks are not there to help them out if they're going to buy it they're gonna buy it for pennies on the dollar
0: Somebody said uh, Elon Musk, uh, somebody suggested he buy the bank, and he said, well, I'm, I'm open to that.
2: Well, or uh, Warren Buffett. Yeah. He right. owns a lot of insurance companies, you know that, and that's uh, yeah. also a, a great source of credit when he needs to buy something. It's like one of the, quote, Buffett secrets is not very secret, is that he actually has access to a lot of capital when he need, whenever he needs it, he's got it. Instantly. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's, he's his own banker, which is pretty handy.
0: Yes, it worked out well for him.
2: <laughs> it worked out very well.
0: Uh, but it always seems like that the, the on all, no matter whatever these things that happen in our economy in our world, it's the rich get richer. The rest of us try to figure out how to keep going.
2: Well, the you know the rich dodge the responsibility, and they may not get uh, obviously some of these people getting out the door may not get richer when they uh, they may claw it back. They may, you know, they. I was going to ask about the court, that, yeah. the,
0: the clawback, because look at Barney Frank. I mean, what was the difference between what he was doing and what these banks were doing?
2: <laughs> well, had, he had a he had a boyfriend over at uh, Fannie Mae, believe it or not, that uh, was uh, benefiting uh, from from what he was doing on the committee. So he, he had he had uh, and Dodd was getting uh, uh, loans, uh, really. But you're uh, talking about Barney Frank, yeah, yeah Barney Frank. I don't yeah. know about this is way back. Uh, yeah. So there there, there was. Uh, there's a little bit of intrigue going on. Uh, uh, they were giving a, a ba- basically a no-interest loan to Chris Dodd. Uh, they just weren't requiring him to make any payments yet. i will you know, they, they, <laughs> we'll get back they were, to you yeah, on those yeah, payments. Yeah, I'll be eh? back on. So there may be some of that come out of, of all of this that you may have. They may have – everybody thought they were connected in Washington, and now they're not because, yeah. uh, the, well, Republicans got to control the House. So that might have cut off the – I'll cover your uh, – so it's sort of like when these. you come
0: in and start rolling logs over and all the worms start looking for a place to hide. Exactly. Some of them don't find a place to yeah, hide. Yeah, some
2: won't, some won't, some won't. But, uh, yeah, they, there's there's uh, rich people got that way by, you know, sometimes yeah. by hard work and industry and then others by hook uh, t- or crook.
0: <laughs> somebody told me many years ago, they said that, you know, most people are just hardworking people and they make a decent living, have a decent life, raise a decent family said, but then you see all these people that end up making fabulous fortunes, and they said, you know, I'm not saying they all do, but in many cases, in order to make that one big haul to get things rolling, you might have to do something just a little on the shady side. Well,
2: the story of uh, the dude that started Facebook. It's a great movie.
0: Now I can only remember it. He ripped off his roommate. Oh,
2: yeah, his best friends. (laughs) Thank
0: you very much. That's it for us today. Don't rip anybody off until tomorrow. We'll talk about it.
2: (laughs) We'll hear about it. Have
0: a great evening.